Hey everyone, welcome to My Wife the Dietitian, a weekly podcast about lifestyle and healthy eating. I'm Rob and together with my wife Sandra, we invite you to join us on this informative yet entertaining journey through the complex world of healthy eating. We'll cover everything but the kitchen sink. Each week we'll discuss topics ranging from how to protect yourself from developing cancer, spicy foods to rev up the libido, to caring for your palliative grandfather with Alzheimer's. We'll also delve into more complex issues like, what the heck is oat milk? Why doesn't my butt fit into these jeans? And every guy's favorite question, will eating spinach really make it bigger? Join us each week as we strive to educate, enlighten, and entertain you. Feel great on the inside and you'll soon show it on the outside. Former Captain Kirk William Shatner exclaims while eating all bran. This humorous commercial made audience realize that even the former captain of the Starship Enterprise needs to have a healthy bowel movement. Your stool can indicate how healthy your gut is and a happy healthy gut can mean overall good health. Due to eating overly processed foods or too much animal protein, lack of fiber can lead to problems with gut and bowel health. Only 5% of North Americans include enough dietary fiber in their diet. Join Rob and I today as we discuss fiber. What's the scoop, poop? Hey, Rob. Hello, Sandra. Today we're going to talk about one of the most important nutrients of concern that 95% of the population is not getting enough of, and it's not even a nutrient. Sounds like it's an important one. What is it? Fiber. Do you know why it's important? Uh, it makes you poop. You got it. Fiber. What's the scoop? Poop. Episode <laughs> 17. Nice. So it's a non-nutrient because it doesn't actually get digested or absorbed. A non-nutrient. Yeah. It's kind of like water is considered a non-nutrient. Okay. Uh, it's something that we need to live, but it's uh, it's not actually absorbed and digested the same way as uh, vitamins and minerals and uh, macronutrients. Oh, interesting. Okay. And what is fiber? Uh, I think of fiber as like bulk, like, I don't know, like this stuff that's, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. Like, I can picture it. I just can't put it into words. Like if twi- I, I twigs draw, and seeds I kind of draw, thing? Yeah, I can draw a picture of it. <laughs> but that doesn't like do, a big as, pile of... do as much good here. <laughs> I'm just joking. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is roughage. That's another word. Or it's actually the indigestible part of plant foods. I think like a pile of sawdust. Right. Compost. Okay. Is all of that. Fiber. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fibrous material. Well, guess what? It only comes from plant foods. Okay. Well, I think that makes sense. There's no fiber in animal products at all. Right. And there's no, but they have cholesterol and there's no cholesterol in plant foods. Oh, wow. You have been listening. Idea, right? That's really awesome. And actually, fiber in our diet helps to bring down your blood cholesterol. And we'll get into that in uh, why it's important in our health. Awesome. But there are, um, there's two types of fiber. And we're going to also get into that. But we're going to talk about um, why it's important. And why is the population, 95% of the population, not getting the recommended amounts of fiber? My guess would be, and this is somewhat educated because I've been living with you for a long time and I've, I listen and I've learned a few things. <laughs> okay. uh, 
people aren't eating enough brown stuff. They're eating too much white stuff. Ah, white, I like that. White bread and white pasta and other stuff. Right. It doesn't have fiber in it. Yeah. Well, that is so true. Yeah. And, I mean, and probably not enough fruits and vegetables. That's a big one. Probably a, a bigger one. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, today, because it's episode 17, we got 17 high fiber foods. Oh, my. We better get started. Yeah. So what, the, what are we going to do when we get to like episode 65 and we're going to be like, today we have 65 nutrients that uh, make you run fast or whatever, <laughs> whatever we're talking about by then. <laughs> we're gonna, I'm sure we could find 65. <laughs> we're going to have to we're going to have to think of a new theme with uh, the episode numbers. Wow. We didn't in our list. It's not like every other time we've said, you know, number 16 and we have 16 foods or I don't know. no, I know I'm just being silly anyway. So what do you think the recommended amount is for people? Oh, I have no idea. Okay. A handful. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Well, um, a high fiber food in, is considered something that has two grams of fiber in it per serving. Right. Um, in the day, the population, basically, we should be getting, if you break your day down to calories, about... 14 grams of fiber per thousand calories. And what that equals is about 24, 25 grams of fiber for women and up to 38 grams of fiber for men. Wow, that's that's quite a bit considering a, a serving you said is two grams, like, a, like minimum. But some things will have like 12 grams of fiber per serving. Mm-hmm. Maybe, right? If mm-hmm. it's if it's high in fiber. So yeah, I guess I can see that. I was going to say, if it's only two grams, that's a whole lot of fiber servings you got to get to get 38 grams. Yeah. Well, and we're going to later in this episode, we will talk about tips to get more fiber in your breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snacks so that you can slowly um, get more fiber in your day. And it could be a bit of a challenge for yourself. Okay. That's uh, a good one. Why do you think fiber is important? Uh, my guess is it kind of is like a giant. Uh, what do you call those those things you wash your dishes with? Sponge. This is a sponge. No, but like <laughs> the 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 one that you wash your pots and pans with. It's all like br- bristly and stuff. Like one of those things. It it's like one of those going through your system and cleans cleans you out. Oh, interesting. So in like it cleans the. Are you talking about your your bowels, like the intestines? Are you I, talking about the blood I don't know. vessels? I just, I just picture it. The way I picture fiber and how it's described and knowing it's it's good for um, your gut is it's just like this swallowing this big what are those things called they're like the, scrubby like a, a scrubby pad thing right that's all like rough like swallowing a handful of sandpaper maybe no that doesn't <laughs> sound good I don't know I'm just, I I have a funny picture in my head again and I can draw it. <laughs> But I don't know. It cleans you out. Is that sort of the short answer? Well, yeah, that's actually let's talk about the types of fiber there are. There's two types of fiber and most foods have both types. Um, But one is soluble and the other is insoluble. Okay. And soluble, if you remember from from elementary school chemistry, uh, soluble something that's soluble will mix with the water and will expand and the water soaked into it. So it's like cement where it takes in the water, it gels, it expands, it gets bigger and 
it's like a sponge. Right. Okay. The insoluble fiber is the, it like if you think of an apple peel, and if you took the apple peel and you put it in a glass of water, it would just sit on the top. Right, right. It, it wouldn't absorb. It would just sit and is insoluble. So It's not a sponge. That's right. So right. it kind of just sits. And it actually, the insoluble fiber can irritate the bowel and the intestines. And it actually increases the transit of the stool. So it makes you uh, go to the washroom more frequently and... It helps you go more often. That's the insoluble. The insoluble. Like the apple peel. peel. Right, okay. Yeah, so it's it's mostly in peels and seeds, the skins, bran. So things that kind of irritate or they're going to be, um, it just it kind of the roughage that cleans you out. Yeah, that's, I can picture that. And the soluble is like the oats or the pectin. So the oats, you think of oatmeal and say you've left a little bit in the in the bowl on the counter after you eat it and come back an hour later, it's like cement. It's taken all the water in and it's just kind of gelled. Yeah, it's it's swollen and kind of hardened and solidified, I guess is what. Yeah, exactly. Is. Yeah. And soluble is the one that they've studied a lot in terms of uh, cholesterol, blood sugar. Um, it's the one that... Um, so it helps to bring the cholesterol levels down and improves your lousy cholesterol, your LDLs. Okay, yeah. And uh, with blood sugar, it helps to control blood sugar. So if you have diabetes or if you're someone that worried worries about their blood sugar levels, having foods that have the soluble fiber can help to keep those blood sugars more even and regulated. Okay, that's good to know. So with the uh, fiber supplements that people might use to help with um, for laxative effects and f- to help their bowel movements, um, there's different types. And we're going to actually talk about that in another um, episode. But when I, we're talking about soluble, there are some like the psyllium, uh, the metamucil, benafiber, those types of laxatives or fiber supplements that you take to help keep your stool I like more volume, keep, uh, keep, it's a soluble fiber. So it helps to increase the volume of the stool and then helps your, have the bowel movement. Okay. And people can take that to help keep their bowels regular. Right. Uh, without having constipation or uh, problems with bowels. So, um, I mean, naturally just having foods that have soluble fiber, will do that in your day, um, like oats is a good example, or apples with the like the the meat of the apple, like the inside of the apple. Right, not the, the pe- not the peel. The, right, yeah. the pectin. But then that's what I mean. Most foods have both types of fiber. Uh, I was going to ask you, how do you know? Yeah. What, ha- what food has what? Yeah, most foods have a little bit of both insoluble and soluble. So... That's why it's really important to have that variety and have lots of different plant foods, vegetables, fruits, whole grains, beans, nuts, and seeds will all give you uh, some soluble and some insoluble fiber that help to keep the blood sugars eat, like controlled and the, the um, cholesterol. And it actually, fiber helps to keep you feel feeling full. It does, yeah. So that actually helps with weight management, like just keeping your weight stable. And uh, if you're eating foods that have fiber, then 
you don't eat as much. That's true. And and both uh, soluble and insoluble fiber, you need both of those because they, they do different things, right? That's so, right. So that we said, okay. That's right. And the other thing with soluble fiber is there's fermentable fibers in foods that help to feed the bacteria in the gut. And so that is like the prebiotics, which is the food for the probiotics, which are those live bacteria or the, the active culture. Right. And that helps with the gut health and microbiome to keep your gut all happy that you're getting the fiber it needs to keep uh, a good equilibrium. Yeah, a good balance of things going on in there. Sounds like a bit of a circus <laughs> down there with all the circus probiotics. Well, you know what happens? It, 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 there's a bit of a circus that happens if you're chronically low in fiber, which a lot of the population is. And some really common problems that happen with people, I'm sure people know about constipation, but also diverticulosis or ends up being diverticulitis if it gets infected, then that's a problem. Yeah, I've, I don't actually know what that is, but I've, I've heard that word. Yeah, it's a real, it's actually growing problem in the population. It's when you have, you got your intestines, I almost need to draw a picture, but there's little out, like pouches that happen in the intestine. Right. And if the little pouch gets infected, then it's a diverticulitis. And if not, like if you have diverticulosis, it's probably because you haven't had enough fiber in your diet over years and the bowel gets a little bit lazy or it gets like kind of squishy. Well, you think of a a balloon, like you blow up a balloon and it's all taut and inflated. Yeah. Yeah. And so think of the bowel like that with fiber. So you want the bowel to be like that, but if there's not enough fiber, then it gets really kind of weak. Like an, like an air mattress in the middle of the night when you're camping. <laughs> That's right. That's right. It gets weak and kind of flaccid. And then it develops these little uh, herniations almost in the intestine. And then that is a diverticulosis. Hmm. Sounds interesting. Yeah. It, well, it's a little bit. It, well, the thing is, if say you have a diverticulosis and then you get you eat something and say it's a seed or something that gets into the pouch and then it starts to get inflamed yeah and then it bursts then that can be a real problem because then you have you know the um systemic infection because you remember the how the border (laughs) the border control of the intestine and the outside world so yeah that's uh you don't want those two places to meet yeah not in that way. No. Another condition that is a problem with the lack of fiber in the diet over time um, could be uh, irritable bowel syndrome could be caused by that. Um, and then that has a whole host of problems because sometimes with irritable bowel, you could have constipation some days, you could have diarrhea other days. So it's kind of, um, it's there's this like, uh, roller coaster of different things happening with the bowels on different days. And there's a lot of factors involved. It's not just fiber, but it's like nerves and the gut biome and um, any other like medications. Like there's so many other things that are related. Right. So that can be a problem. And then IBD is the intestinal bowel disease. 
Crohn's, colitis, uh, that, that also fiber affects that. And not getting enough fiber over years can lead to bowel cancer or colorectal cancer. So um, it's another reason to have enough fiber in the diet so that you can have a happy, healthy bowel. That sounds like a bumper sticker. <laughs> Does it? It's kind of happy. <laughs> I, I can just picture like the little the little animated drawing that goes along <laughs> with that. A little, a little jingle that have a happy, healthy bowel. <laughs> well, I remember they were gonna get this massive um intestine, like it's like the a huge um it's like a big tent slide thing that they were gonna have um one of the cancer agencies like open house or something and it was kind of to show how important the intestinal system is and how it's important to be proactive and get to preventative checkups um like colonoscopies or just so that you don't end up with cancer like bowel cancer or colorectal cancer but you could actually walk through the intestine oh my god <laughs> that's almost creepy <laughs> It's like a big tunnel, right? But it's so, it's like so massively like the surface area. You think of like, it's just, it's massive and it's all inside your abdomen. Like it's amazing yeah. how much is in there. Yeah, that's, yeah, that, that <laughs> you know, we don't like to think about that, right? Well, I'm just thinking <laughs> of like when you come out, like what, <laughs> there's like this little opening you got to squeeze through and then. <laughs> Or sometimes you might become like you'd fire right out. Sometimes you know <laughs> it'd be like a ride for the kids. Mom, I want to go through. Okay, we'll get a picture of you at the end. Oh God, that's okay, so here gross. it comes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, I, <laughs> I think it was an idea. I don't think it ever came to fruition. I wonder why. <laughs> yeah. Oh. That would have been yeah interesting to see. Cool idea. But uh, yeah, maybe not the most uh, realistic. So what are some uh, ways to get more fiber in our day, in our breakfast, lunch, and dinner? And maybe first we'll talk about the 17 high fiber foods. Oh, that's a good start. Okay, because then that will give you a bit of an idea of what, uh, what but, foods to include. Well, then I'll know the answers. <laughs> that's right. That's right. But we got some easy tips, though, for the meals. But yeah, number one... Uh, pear a pear is really high in fiber and they taste like they've got a really kind of coarse texture to them they almost taste or not taste they almost sort of feel fibrous yeah yeah as far as fruit goes yeah there's five over five grams of fiber in a pear are they more fibrous than other fruits yes oh, okay yeah strawberries are pretty fibrous too okay three grams in a cup of strawberries and they have um Pectin, like a lot of pectin, uh, which is that soluble fiber, and then the seeds, which is the insoluble fiber. Right. I was going to say it's probably the seeds, right? Because they're both, quite, yeah, they're quite seedy. They both like so. When you look at fiber on the label, it doesn't say soluble and insoluble. It just says fiber. Right. So you, um, it's hard to know exactly, but just thinking about how fiber works, and as I mentioned about like the solubility, then. You think, okay, well, the seeds are just, they're going to sit on top of the water. Uh, right, right. Um, avocado is pretty high in fiber. Yeah, delicious too. 6.7 grams. Wow. Uh, apple with the skin. Right. 
because then you get the insoluble and the soluble. You got it. Yeah. So it's good to eat the skin if you can. So wash your produce, um, especially if you don't know where they're coming from. Make sure you wash wash it before you eat it. And yeah, try to have the skin because it's really good for you. For sure. And the raspberries, eight cups of fiber per cup. Sorry, eight grams per wow. cup. I was going to say, well, they're loaded. Yeah. They, yeah. Well, they are loaded. Uh, eight grams per cup. That's huge. Basically, any berries. And that's why I remember we've talked about in the Mediterranean or the Mind Diet in previous episodes about berries and how important they are. Oh, uh, okay. And that's, that's part I of it. I always kind of wondered how they fit into that Mediterranean diet. I mean, they've got other nutrients as well. But yeah, I guess the fiber is pretty huge. Yeah. And polyphenols because of the those um, antioxidants in the bright colored skin. Yeah, I was going to say that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, bananas, something that a lot of people eat uh, most days, have uh, a good amount of fiber, 3.1 grams. Right. And carrots. Uh, carrots. 3.6 grams of fiber per cup. And they're, uh, you know, they have the beta carotene, um, good uh, orange vegetable. Right. An easy one to include. Beets. Ah, the beets. I've been eating beets every day now. Oh, really? Since like February 14th? Since, yeah, I, <laughs> since I learned the power since, of the beet. Since we did the sexy foods episode. Exactly. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, beets are amazing. Well, good for circulation, but also good for fiber. And they're good too. I just, they're one of those things that I ate as a kid quite a bit. We just happened to have them in the fridge. And then, yeah, we didn't, you and I didn't really buy beets much, but... Now that I'm eating them again, I'm like, God, ah, these are good. Oh, yeah. They're just, yeah. yeah. And all different vari- like ways of eating. You can get the the actual fresh beets that you would grate and put into a salad or into wraps. Or you have the pickled beets that I know you like that you can put into salads or just eat straight. I just put it in my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, just dip in. And, and you remember about these foods that are staining and have those really, um, yeah, they stain like the cutting board or they stain the plate. Those are really good for you. Yes, very good for you. So they have those uh, natural uh, phytochemicals that are really healthy for you. So yeah, in addition to fiber, beets are just excellent. Good, good to know. And broccoli. Broccoli is a good one. Oh, yeah. 2.4 grams per cup. Just an excellent. And, you know, the, the curly part and the, the stalks, they're all, it's all good. Yum. It's really good. Um, the There's blackberries. Blackberries, yeah. So you said like all the berries are good, right? Yeah. Blackberries are really loaded, actually. 5.3 grams per 100 gram. So blueberries are 2.4 grams per 100 gram. 2.4 grams of fiber per 100 gram. Right. And then we're getting into the beans. So lentils, uh, 7.3 grams of fiber per 100 grams. Oh, there we go. That's that's getting up there. They're, yeah, more dense food, right? And For kidney sure. beans, they're really good plant source of protein, um, 6.8 grams in 100 grams. Hmm. So, yeah, those are ones to start to include more. They're so good for you. Nice. Almonds. So we're talking about nuts. So almonds are excellent. And chia seeds and oats. But you have to ground the chia, don't you? Or do you just, oh, is that flax? That's a flax. But not the chia. No. You can just eat the chia straight up? 
Yeah, it's good to put it in liquid, and it's right. soluble fiber. Right, right. So it it's um, you can actually make chia pudding where you put chia seeds with um, yogurt or kefir or water at night in the fridge, like in a mason jar, and then leave it for twelve hours, and then the next day it's like it's like Jello consistency. It's like a little science project. <laughs> yeah, so but you know, it's really good for the bowels. It, yeah, okay. Yeah, in terms of um, that soluble fiber, it gives you that, you know, an extra fiber supplement almost, but it's food. Right, right. And the last one is prunes, which a lot of people think of when they're thinking of a laxative food. That's the classic. Prunes, prune juice, but we're talking about prunes. Right, okay, nice. So that's our list. We, yep. And you had oats at the bottom there. Yeah. So that's the 17 high fiber foods. Pears, strawberries, avocado, apple, raspberry, banana, carrots, beets, broccoli, blackberries, blueberries, lentils, kidney beans, almonds, chia seeds, prunes, and oats. And I, I assume, I mean, there's other things that are fibrous as well. These are just higher than than those other ones is that why they made the list yeah exactly okay yeah yeah i just didn't want people thinking that those were the only 17 foods out there that uh they could get fiber from oh no there's so many basically all our food other than the animal products has the potential to have fiber if it's a plant-based food but the problem with a lot of the north american diet is that it's overly processed you know packaged snack foods um, and fast foods, if you think of, you know, if you go to a common fast food restaurant and you get, so burger and fries, where's the fiber? Yeah, not in the white bun. No, exactly. Maybe a little bit in the pickle. <laughs> no, yeah. I don't think so. <laughs> Barely. And there's, um, if you get a wrap instead to think, you know, oh, I'm going to be healthy and get a wrap. The wrap is... Is is white again. Yeah. 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 So most... Uh, things that I've seen anyways are most fast food meals are pretty low fiber. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard like when you're eating on the road, say you're traveling or you work uh, in the transportation industry, you'd have to have a cooler. And a lot of the, my clients were like our people that um, taxi drivers or people that bus drivers, delivery uh, drivers, they, it's hard to eat healthy when you're in a vehicle driving, you know, around all day and driving from city to another city, you know, the options for healthy food is limited. Yeah. And or expensive. Yeah. 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 And that'll be another episode for sure. When we're on a road trip, uh, instead of going to a restaurant, we'll often stop at a grocery store and just hit the deli because you can get those sort of, you can get like a, a salad or sushi or something that's a little bit more healthy than what you might find in a restaurant and at their decent prices there's the same prices as a meal in a restaurant so yeah get some yeah. better options absolutely so tips to get more fiber in at breakfast what do you think uh, so say someone says i have porridge for breakfast okay uh, add some fruit to it okay add some bran maybe would that be uh, it'd be okay in porridge i guess if you like crunchy add what, some what do you do what do I what do I do? I uh, well I just throw everything in a bowl. I like my oatmeal. Yeah, but what what do you put in your oats? Uh, everything. I put nuts. 
and yeah. seeds. Yeah. And fruit. Okay. Like blueberries. Okay. Or whatever berries. What kind of nuts? I put peanuts, almonds, walnuts, pumpkin seeds, sunflower seeds. Wow. Okay. So for breakfast, you can add fruit at your breakfast. That's a definitely uh, easy place to add fruit. Um, it could be berries in your cereal. Say uh, if you have cold cereal or oats, berries are an excellent fruit to add. Frozen berries if it's winter and uh, it's more economical or you've, you know, harvest them from the summer and frozen them. Uh, nuts, walnuts are excellent. Almonds, pecans, cashews, peanuts, whatever you like. Um, and seeds too, like pumpkin seeds, sunflower seeds. Another thing to add to your cereal, you're going to increase the fiber right there at breakfast. Yeah, hemp hearts too. That's another one I put in there. Absolutely. Ground flaxseed. Ground flaxseed. Chia yeah, seed. All of that stuff. So that, those are some tips to increase the fiber at breakfast. Um, say someone's just having toast. Uh, brown toast. Okay, and what else? Brown toast with, um, uh, what do you mean, what else? Like, what do you put on your toast? What, what, how would you make that breakfast a bit healthier? The toast breakfast? Mm-hmm. Um, huh, well, add some fruit. Mm-hmm. Maybe peanut butter. Maybe some fruit on the side. Banana. Yeah. Fruit on the side. Peanut butter and banana. I used to make the peanut butter and banana wraps, too. They were good. Oh, yeah, with the whole wheat wraps? Well, basically all the same things. Oh, raisins. That's the other thing I put in my, in my oatmeal. Ah. I'd make a, a wrap with peanut butter, banana raisins nuts um and then it's like a to-go you know like even berries you can put like blueberries in them. i have done that yeah but if they're fresh frozen berries don't work quite as well <laughs> right but uh, it's kind of like jam but without the sugar exactly yeah the added sugar uh what about lunch how can we increase the fiber in lunch I uh, have switched away from sandwiches because sandwiches have always been kind of the staple that most people think about for lunch. Okay. So what do you have instead? I do like a, a big, like my favorite meal of all time, and it's not really a meal, but uh, I love salad bar because I love the variety that you get at a salad bar, and I love just filling my plate with all that different stuff. So that's kind of what my lunch looks like, is like I'll get the uh, the, the spinach, uh, the arugula, the pickles, the beets, cottage cheese, hard-boiled egg, whatever else, kind of some cut up some cucumber. So it's kind of like a giant salad, almost like a cob salad. Yeah, awesome. Because it's, it's just got a bit of everything in it, and it's it's more interesting than just eating lettuce with tomatoes and dressing on it. Right, right. And lettuce and tomatoes, it's kind of low fiber, but then if you dress it up with maybe add some black beans. Oh, black beans. I did that to dinner last night. I know. That was so awesome that you opened that can of black beans, drained it, and then put it into the, it was kind of like a jambalaya type meal. Yeah, yeah. So good. It was delicious. But yeah, and then you have the black beans that was only half a can, so the rest was in the fridge, and we used the beans in our soup at lunch, uh, lentil soup. So that's the other thing. I have some lentils or beans that you add to your whatever you're having at lunch, like soup or salad. Um, that's a good way to add some fiber because remember we talked about the lentils and the kidney beans and the black beans. They all have really good they give you um, good fiber and they have some protein 
Oh, I, th- I thought you were going to say they gave you gas. <laughs> say we did have to sleep with the window wide open last night, but, <laughs> but don't it, was, we always? it was a healthy dinner. <laughs> You're so... Okay. See, what were we talking about? Dinner is the same thing. Uh, add vegetables. In both lunch and dinner, that's a good place to add vegetables. Right, right. And, and pretty easy, too, if you just have them on hand, just know what to do with them. Yeah. Yeah, like have like you can use the stir fry uh, frozen, like the blends, or you can have some fresh that you cut up and add to your salad, or you add to a soup or a stew, um, or just have, you know, eat the the vegetables with a little bit of vinegar, like you know some cucumbers and tomatoes and peppers. Yeah, just cut up on the side, pretty easy. Almost like a Greek salad, you know that type of thing, and. That's always awesome to add fiber by increasing your vegetable intake. For sure. And uh, dessert. What about dessert? First of all, snacks through the day. Like if you're a snack eater, nuts is a good, it's a good time to have. um, Remember we talked about oral hygiene and good for your teeth. So nuts are a good snack. That's my my go-to. Yeah. Nuts and seeds. They're really healthy and fruits and maybe hummus and vegetables. Right. Yep. So hummus actually has fiber too because it's made from chickpeas. Oh, there you go. So that's a good snack to add fiber to your day. Perfect. And with fiber, you don't want to go from like zero fiber, like hardly any fiber in your diet to a lot of fiber all in one day. Uh, With fiber, you want to gradually increase how much you're having. So one higher fiber food a day that you want to add. So just because you'll have lots of gas and bloating and cramping, possibly issues with bowels like constipation or diarrhea if you go from like hardly any fiber in your diet to lots. And then that might make you say, oh, I can't have these fiber foods. They, I don't, they don't agree with me. Well, it's just oh, your right. body has to get used to it. So Interesting. Yeah, I bet uh, people have done that. They'll try something and they're like, no, it's, it, it makes me gassy. I can't eat that anymore. Yeah. And so, yeah, I would say just, you know, small amounts, if it's a new food or something, you're not sure how you're going to react, small amounts and then see how you do with that. Yeah, that makes sense. And water, I didn't talk about, but super important with fiber is to make sure you're getting enough fluid. And tell the example that you told me about the concrete in your stomach. The cement. So you think of, say, say oats, like we talked about how you know, oats are soluble fiber. It's kind of like if you think of um, you've got a wheelbarrow of the cement, you put the powder in, you put the hose of water. And if you don't put enough water as you're stirring, it just totally turns to cement. And that's what would happen with the soluble fiber in your system. Yeah, it's it's too dense. Same with pancake mix, too. If you've never mixed cement, it's the same thing. If you don't have enough water, then it's too solid. Uh, so you need the right balance to help the fiber expand, di- digest, and I guess. Is that well, you want the do? fiber helps the water helps the uh, fiber so that you have like the uh, it helps to keep the flow going. Right, right. There you helps go. with keeping the volume of stool and yeah, helps with your bowel movements. There we go. So after listening to this, how would you increase the amount of fiber in your diet? And what things might you change? Would you maybe add a salad most days or include some baby carrots and cucumbers or put some veggies in your lunch? 
or maybe add some berries and nuts to your breakfast. So think about the different ways that you could maybe include higher fiber foods in your meals. Yeah, it's not difficult uh, now that you sort of know what the list is. To Some of these are just condiments that you can add as well. So just shaking a few nuts on your salad or adding some berries to your breakfast is, is a simple way to add a bit more fiber. So something to think about. Definitely. Thanks, Rob. All right, Sandra. Thanks for uh, that info. That was uh, a good one. We'll uh, see you all next week. I want to address Rob's question about dessert and how to up the fiber for desserts. So with that, we can uh, you could use fruit crisps or crumbles or cobblers um, with fresher frozen fruit and oat and walnut topping. So also adding fruit and nuts to yogurt. So you can make rhubarb apple crumble or peach crisp, blueberry cobbler, date squares, or get really creative and look into black bean chocolate brownies, those types of recipes. So there are ways to increase your fiber in your desserts. Thanks for joining us today on My Wife the Dietitian. If you like what you heard, don't be shy. Leave us a comment or review and be sure to share our podcast with your friends. If you'd like to hear more, hit that subscribe button. You can also follow us on our social media pages for updates, episode trailers, and other odds and ends. For more info and links on what we discussed on today's episode, check the show notes. We'll be back next week with another informative and fun-filled episode. Thank you.